Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome into another edition of From the Rough, America's favorite golf podcast. And by America, I mean my neighbor across the street whose name is America. His name is America. His name is America. First name or last name? First. What's his last name? Don't know. I can't pronounce it. <laughs> so when I say it's America's favorite golf podcast. It's your neighbor's it's favorite. It's not, not a lie. It's your, it's your neighbor's it favorite really podcast. It really is. Yeah. All right. I like it. Uh, we are live from Telegators as we are each and every Wednesday. 275 domestic bottles, $5 Tito's. 65 cent wings. I just, uh, the wings are good. God, the wings are amazing. I get them almost every week. I just had some <laughs> uh, delicious, sweet chili mm. boneless wings, and I'm going to get me some more here in between the shows because I'm <laughs> still hungry. <laughs> nice. Um, but uh, yeah, come on out if you're in the DFW area. We would love to see you here. Have some drinks with us, eat some wings with us. We're here every Wednesday at 6 30 p.m. ish. Talking golf, talking golf, and everything in between, in between the uh, ropes. Yeah, is, is what they say. And uh, I'm your host, Andy Cartim. There's just two of us tonight. I am joined this week by the Laird Shepherd of the show. I don't even know who that is. Mr. Brady the Hawk Hawkshurst. Who is Laird Shepherd? Laird Shepherd was your last place finisher in the Masters this past week. Who was he? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Because we were supposed to have the Jose Maria Olathabal. I lost my ball. And Laird Shepherd. They were the last place two finishers. If you don't count Louis Oosthuizen, who withdrew, I didn't count him. Oh, so you're, you're you're counting the last place players that that finished. Well, that uh, the guy that didn't make the cut, right? Not right. a player that made the cut right. and finished last. Right. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, he's one of the amateurs, wasn't he? Probably so. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. But uh, so that's where we were going with that. We try to have a theme. I try to have a theme with that every week. So you're saying I'm pretty good. I like yeah, you're pretty good. Yeah, I'm good enough to play in the Masters. You good? Better you, me. You need to tell some other folks. I'm not even good enough to go to the Masters. <laughs> But, uh, of course, it is going to be a Masters serious intensive show here as we've got all the Masters to discuss. We'll talk about Scotty, Rory. Col Rory and Collins' finish was just amazing, man. I'm really glad we got to see that on camera. That was fun. So so give me your first impression. Did you enjoy the tournament this year? I did. Yeah. I did. I liked it a lot. And uh, it's interesting that you asked that because I've got some questions for you as we get into it a little do you, bit. Do you like one day better than the others? Did I or do I? Do. I normally like Sunday better than the others. I mean, obviously. By, by a big margin? Yeah. All right. I like two days better than two other days. This week, that wasn't the case. Sunday wasn't my favorite day. Sunday's not my favorite. Sunday usually is my favorite day, but yeah. it's got to be an exciting Sunday, and this one was boring. It wasn't. You know what? And, and I hesitate to use that term because we have a great champion. Right. And watching great golf is not really – Great golf is boring. It's sure. Middle of the fairway, middle right. of the green, make a putt. Yep. Middle of the fairway, middle of the green, two putts, right? Yep. It, good golf is boring. And, and I don't want to diminish the quality of our champion. Yeah. But it was it lacked drama. It lacked a lot of drama. And uh we'll get into that here in a little bit when we get into Rory and Colin. Sure. But uh, you know, as far as blowouts go, um, from everything I'm reading. Over at CBS Sports and Golf Digest and Golf.com, they're saying that the 2022 Masters blowout was a great one. Uh, the first major of the year, 
Of course, it never really got that close on the weekend. And it, there's seeming, seemingly like a million things we could, we could discuss here. When I was putting the run sheet together, I did have about 50 bullet points here that I was like, no, we all just right. can't do all of this. So <laughs> I tried to get the highlights. Of course, I had to talk about Scotty. Uh, 10 under. Uh, your champion, his first major and his hot streak just continues. And you wonder, I, I I didn't check this, but I would love to have seen going into the season or, you know, just say even in January, what the odds were for him like to win the, the Grand Slam this year or even to win a major. Yeah, well. And now what what those odds have come down to, you know, as hot I, I as I think is. it's, I, I don't think it's reasonable to talk about grand slam winners in this game in this sport anymore um right the, the, the you greatest, might be right the greatest player to ever live yeah kind of did it right the tiger slam he won the, the last three one year and the first one right. the next year and, and he's the best ever nobody else even gets close i mean no not the not i mean I, I guess kind of jordan won twice and was top five the other two but it's pretty unlikely that's ever going to happen. Do I think Scotty might be able to this year? I mean, you got to win the first one, I suppose. So there's a chance. Right. Um, and there's nobody playing better than him. But we just haven't seen anybody maintain the excellence needed to win all of them for that long. And that includes the best players that have ever lived, right? Tiger, Jack, Hogan, any of those guys. So I, I, I'm not taking anybody's ever going to do that. Man, and it would take, you know, and, and if anybody, I agree with you too, everything that you just said, but if anybody was going to do it, it might be Scotty this year. It as, might as be. As hot as he is. Sure. Um, and I've got two, I've really got two Scotty Scheffler points, and they're not completely related, but I'm seeing a lot of things, a lot of people talking, and, and they're not necessarily golf outlets, golf media. They're just media in general, you know, Sports Center and some of these other crap shows that I watch. And yeah, Sports Center is a crap show, by the way. That's hot sports opinion by me. <laughs> but I don't even know why I bother watching it anymore. But a lot of people are saying that Scotty Scheffler came out of nowhere to win the Masters in his first major. And I disagree with that 1,000%. I agree, too. I'm, I agree with you. I'm not talking about just because it's his first major or just because he has prior wins this season. But he's hitting the ball just as well this year as he was last year. Maybe better. And that game is just carried over. He's just now transitioning those into wins. You know, and he's been one of the best ball strikers for the last couple of years. One of the better short game players the last couple of years. I mean, it was just bound to happen. It might have happened, you know, next year. It might happen this year. But he didn't come out of nowhere by any stretch to for these wins. I agree with that. Um, I, I kind of look at winning out there as a process. You have to learn how. And and in seeing some of the, the local media stuff posted about him, obviously he, he's a guy that yeah. kind of grew up here, I, I guess born in New Jersey, but moved here as a youngster, eight, nine years old, I think. He played on the, the North Texas PGA Junior Tours and racked up wins, mm -hmm. right? So, so you learn how to win, but you have to learn how to beat better competition along the way. And right. It's pretty rare that we see somebody bur burst on the scene and win right out of the gate. Um. It's a process of getting comfortable out there, getting comfortable with the travel, getting comfortable with everything that surrounds right. playing good golf on the golf course. Um, and then also elevating your game when you're on course to be able to beat the best players in the world. Right. And, and and that doesn't happen overnight at the snap of the fingers, right? We saw that with Tiger when he burst on the scene. I think he had won three of his first nine professional starts. I don't know if we'll ever see that again. As good as guys right. like Colin Morikawa are and who have won and – Right, he he set a record this week for the youngest guy to ever finish top five in all the majors. So, 
it doesn't mean that guys aren't good. It just means that there's so much good competition out there that, that bursting on the scene and, and stepping right up to the top, right. earning the top step on the podium, uh, and they don't have podiums in golf necessarily, but, but taking that first place. No, at but the you end know of, what? Stay tuned. I actually have that as a topic of conversation <laughs> later in the All show. Right. It's just difficult to do. And so he's been trending towards the guy who was going to win PGA Tour tournament since he's been out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just when does he get all the pieces in place? Right. And, and you know, as hot as he is, the way he's playing. I don't think he's that cute. <laughs> Personally, yeah, he's not you, my favorite. You know, and you know what? You know what's funny when you mentioned that? <laughs> it's not my favorite. Dude, dude. my kids were, were watching with a couple of my kids were my teenage kids were watching with me. And I was, you know, trying to explain to them the, the historical significance of him. And he's from Dallas and winning his first major and, and his all of his first wins this season. And uh, my 15-year-old my said, well, God, he's been, how long has he been? Looks like he's been playing forever, and he's just now winning. He must be terrible. <laughs> I'm like, well, how old do you think he is? And he's looking at He goes like, 50? <laughs> I'm like, how old is this boy? What? 15. <laughs> okay. I'm like, well, I'm 51. <laughs> he's like, yeah, but you look 70. You know, I mean, they're always teasing me. But anyway, I was like, dude, he's like 25. <laughs> And he looked at me, he's like, there is no way that guy is 25. And I'm like, why? Don't you hate kids? And he's like, because he just looks so much older. And you know what? I got to look at him. I guess it's the hairline because he's kind of got that hairline going back a little bit down. I was like, all right. I he's got it. good five o'clock shadow. So yeah, he's a little more mature. I guess. So, I was like, all right, leave the room. You're so not when, I, when I met my wife, she's got three kids. And um, they, they were like five, eight, and 11 at the time. And I was working with my uncle kind of part-time doing handyman work and, and nonsense in the winter season up in Indiana where, mm-hmm. before I moved down here. And I'm working for my uncle, and he's he's got to be 15, 20 years old. I mean, he's pushing 70. Right. And, and this is probably going back 10 years now. But my kids thought my, – my wife's kid, my stepkids, thought I looked older than my uncle who's 20 years older than me. Kids are the they, worst. They're the worst. I hate those little – I hate kids. <laughs> I don't know why they're, I have so they, many. I still give them grief about that. That's pretty funny, though. <laughs> yeah, that'll make you – that'll put you in your place for sure. Um, but I was 40. He's 62. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that'll do it to you. But, it's you know, I, I get my ego struck a little bit when I go into bars and places who don't know me and a, a girl will approach me or whatever and, you know, ask me what's going on. And I'll, I'll like, darling, I'm, I swear I'm older than your dad or I'm old enough to be your dad. <laughs> She's like, no, you're not. And I'm, I'm like, how old is your dad? 44. I'm like, all right, I take it back. I'm old enough to be your dad's older brother. <laughs> So you're your uncle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your your gross, creepy uncle. But uh, now you know that's a, that's kind of an ego stroke. So Rory, thank goodness, shot the round of the day and the tournament on Sunday uh, by three strokes with a 64. It's just a shame he was so far back, right? Because up with without him, without that little charge, God, what a snoozer Sunday. We and we just talked about that. What a snoozer, absolute snoozer that would have been. It got off to a good start, right? Cam birdied yeah. one and two. To get within one, and then then what? Scotty answers back right away with a chip in on three, and I, I think uh, Cam bogeyed it. So yeah. there's a two shot swing the other way, and it was kind of done from there yeah, essentially just, from any real threats. Cam was really the only one that had a legitimate chance, and he collapsed. We'll, we'll get into Cam after Rory, but uh, and you know as as most I was I was thinking about it as most of his I don't even want to call them downpours go. Um, you kind of get sucked into his game, even when these things are happening to him when he's not playing well, you know, because I'm, at least me, I'm a fan of Rory. 
I want to see him do well. So I almost start focusing on him more when he's not playing well, hoping to help him maybe turn his luck around a little bit there on the course than if he's if he is playing well. And, you know, no matter what the scoreboard says, if he's within, I don't know, 10 shots on starting on Sunday, you're almost like just crossing your fingers, and especially at a major, especially the last one he's got to win for the career slam. But, dude, he just he, – he just – I don't know, and I know a lot of guys struggled on, you know, especially with weather in the what the mid the middle two rounds, but it just seemed like he was struggling more than than others at times. Yes and no. Uh, Rory's probably the most talented golfer on the planet right now, right? In terms of ability, yeah, right. He was a phenom. He was the next Tiger. He he burst on the scene and 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 won big early, and we've watched. Rory kind of grow up in the in the public eye and he doesn't love it like like some of the other great champions right. have right and, and I think that affects his preparation I, I think Rory loves to play golf I don't think that Rory's necessarily motivated to be the greatest golfer in the planet and I think he's said that right mm-hmm. it, it, making more money doesn't he, he's got enough money to, to last in the rest of his life now the money doesn't motivate him um he's not an all-in like golf robot like right. like Phil like Tiger who who golf kind of defines them. And, right. and they may take exception to that, and it, it may not be entirely accurate, but those two guys were specifically driven to just win and to do everything. And that, that that's not what what makes Rory's clock tick, right? He, he, he's a more whole person, and, and I think it affects his preparation. He, he never comes out of the gate well in these majors, right. and he plays himself into a top 10 throughout the rest of the week after bad starts. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Rory, next time they play next April, 2023 he'll be approaching 34 years old will be his 15th masters that's the age we used to think golfers came into their prime yeah not anymore not anymore they're there in their in their young 20s because my question to you is only two golfers have won in their 15th start or later at the masters jack and tiger and tiger do you see rory rory can join join that list i do i i I think Rory ultimately really does want this. He, he doesn't know how to get out of his own way yet in order to get it. Um, yeah, I think Rory will join that list. I think Rory will eventually be a Masters champion. I, I would sure like to see it. Yeah. But it's going to have to be sooner than later, I think, for him. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. You know, I mean. The young guys are, are going to gonna continue to be more of them. They're going to continue to be better. Um, if you want to still call it the Tiger effect, John Rahm made a statement. I, I said that, you know, all, all the – this generation's guys they idolize yeah. tiger and there, there are still guys out there who are young guys who are we're going to enter this enter the tour in right. future years that are going to continue to to make it more difficult yeah yeah i mean players are getting better technology's getting better equipment's getting better uh cam smith made two doubles on thursday and a triple on sunday and he finished five shots back uh just a, a collapse. Uh, quick, quick math there. That's seven shots. Seven shots. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Five. Uh, just a collapse, though. An epic collapse. I don't know much about Cam Smith's game. This isn't, but but this isn't typical for him, right? Yeah, you know, he uh, he made birdie on eleven on Sunday, and with a lot of gettable holes. Throughout the rest of the back nine, you look at the par five, 13, 15. You look at the, the pin on 16 is is uh, a, a fairly uh, easy two to make in terms of all the holes. But you got to get through the rest of A-man corner at 12. And 
Right. You know, just a bad swing, he said. Looked like he might have been trying to take on the flag there, which is kind of a no-no. If you're going to take on a, a right flag, you, you can't make a bad swing. Uh, if you're going to you know, try to hit it over the middle of the bunkers, that, that ball has a chance maybe, but he hit right. it so poorly. That, that might have been, been in the water even if he right. wasn't taking on a flag. And, right. You know, that, that getting through that hole in contention on Sunday is really what defines who's going to yeah. win the tur- golf yeah. tournament in so many ways. So we've seen a lot of hopes derailed there, right? Tiger at 10 last year, mm-hmm. Jordan Spieth um, in, in the in the year that Danny Willett won, yep. plunked it in the water there. Tony Finau, Molinari, lots of guys in contention have had their, their green jacket hopes ruined on the 12th hole, and we can add Cam to that list, unfortunately. I mean, when you think about the fact that he's three pars away from a playoff in that entire round, right? it's got to sting. I mean, yeah. I, I like Cam. Uh and I think Cam's got the, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's he's got the ability to score off the charts just like Scheffler does. You get the putter hot, and, and he's one of the best with the putter. When the putter gets hot, yeah, look out for those guys. Yeah. Um, they can be scary good. I mean, what do you shoot, 34 under in, yeah. at, at Maui this yeah, year? I think so. So that, that's that's crazy good. And there's a lot of people saying it's in that, there. There's a lot of people saying Cam Smith's run uh, will last longer than Scheffler's uh, ultimately. You know, however, I don't know how you can quantify that. But Cam's the, almost thirty, I think. Yeah, he's several years he's older. 20s. He he'd been out there six or seven years. Mm-hmm. Took him a while to win. Um, I think Cam's got a bright future in the game. He's going to be a guy who's going to be in contention in in these types of tournaments frequently going forward for the next couple of years. Um, and that's going to be what's interesting to to see what happens with Scotty. The run he's on is not by any means unprecedented. Right. Jordan Spieth in 2015 sure. did that. John Rahm, to some degree, last year won three or four times, and I think he, he right he had to withdraw from from COVID with a big lead that was going to be a sure win at the where, Memorial. Where, where's yeah. his form? I think right? He was up seven shots right yeah. after two rounds. Yeah, at he the was Memorial. up a ton. That's why we joked right on the show that uh, Jack gave him COVID on purpose. The uh, the only guy we've been able to we've seen in the last 20 25 years sustain this type of success over more than kind of one isolated run is tiger yeah. and so the question is going to be who's who's scotty going to be is he going to be the next jordan spieth the next john rom who gets hot for a, you know a window and, and knocks it out of the park and then hangs around top 20 or is he going to really take steps to to be in contention year after year after year every major and right it'd be interesting to see it looks like a lot of a lot of guys are calling for uh cam uh to win either the u.s open or the british open this year I mean, if he can fix some of the stuff he went through uh, this past weekend, for sure. He's a guy that seems like he's going to learn from those mistakes. Yeah. Uh, w- whether it truly was just a bad swing or if, if he kind of made a bad decision in, in where he was aiming that shot, uh, he, he's going to learn from it. He, he, he's a guy I think will stick to his roots. He, who knows his short game is really what drives his, his good play. Yeah. Uh, hits it plenty far when he gets it when he gets a driver in in good positions mm-hmm. really look out because uh he's elite good with yeah. inside 100 yards he's fun to watch for sure he's got a good look i that, like his that, look man oh that mullet I that's love, the first God, class I mullet that. i love and that. it is so business in the front did yeah, you see him yeah. with it all combed and parted it's very business in front <laughs> i wish he'd go without the hat more when did you have a mullet uh 87 <laughs> me too man i was like 14 yeah <laughs> that was junior or so in high school yeah. and rocking the mullet the <laughs> feather earring and 
Uh, before the mullet, I had the <laughs> rat tail. Oh, okay, that counts as a mullet, yeah, I think. I think it does because yeah. it was pretty long. It was pretty long. <laughs> so my dad cut it off one night when I was sleeping. Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> he had one of those. God. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he didn't like the earring either. Yeah. Um, Lucky he didn't tear that out while you were sleeping. <laughs> no, he knew, but he knew he had to pay the medical bills. <laughs> he wasn't about to do that. Uh, so, Tiger, nothing short of amazing on Thursday. Shooting one under his first round back. But clearly, and I think expectedly, at least what, from what we, we talked about on the show last week and in previous shows, we kind of knew the fatigue would kick in at some point. And he was clearly extremely uncomfortable by, sun, by, by the time Sunday rolled around, noticeably limping, you know, missing shots, not swinging the same. And he, he almost, I, you know, and I didn't feel bad for him because I knew he was there because he wanted, he wanted to. I had a lot of people ask me on social media if I thought after Saturday, if, I, if they, if I thought Tiger would, would withdraw, I said, there's no way in hell he withdraws. Nah, he's not a quitter. If he's got to <laughs> limp around on his knees, he's going to finish Sunday. I mean, if you believe him, if you take him at his word and, and say that he literally had zero days off since he got out of that bed, mm -hmm. there's no way he was not going to finish that golf tournament unless he was unable to physically. And yeah. If it's just putting up a little bit of pain, that's a no-brainer. He was, he was going to finish that out. Um, but, but what a gamer, right? Coming out of the gates. First round, one under, top 10. Man, there was more, more people watching him on Thursday than I saw watching some people on Sunday. You know, as far as the patrons go, which was crazy. I've never seen that many people there on a Thursday. Well, Thursday is one of my favorite days. Mine too. Yeah, I love Thursday. I love Sunday. Friday, Saturday, I get, get a little lost. I yeah. get, you know, I got life and work. And yeah. I was on lesson T all day Saturday. Had like seven or eight lessons. I'm like, why aren't you people watching the Masters? So I <laughs> why can't. are you here? Yeah, what are <laughs> oh, you doing? Because I want to pay my mortgage this yeah, month. Yeah, that'd be nice too. But Tiger, you know, just as 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 well as he played on on Thursday. Again, when we knew it would happen, everybody knew it would, thought it would that he was not going to collapse. But dude, the fact he made the cut first of all, you know, and I think it was because of that that Thursday. That kind of gave him the motivation in his mind, even to to think, okay, well, I'm gonna make the cut. Like he knew he was gonna make the cut. Well, he, he he got in the the wrong side of the draw, right? If we look yeah, at how weather yeah. can affect golf tournaments, uh, the worst weather was Friday afternoon. The winds picked up. It was fairly still in the morning, and it was very breezy uh, Friday afternoon. So scores went up a little bit. Right. So we got the tough end of the draw, and you don't, you know, making the cut through the tough end of the draw is a pretty big accomplishment. And then if you look at, at what, he, what he did over the weekend, I, I think that certainly fatigue was a big part of Sunday. Um, I, think, I don't think he was necessarily fatigued or, or anything on Saturday for 78, 78 in the weekend. He had an unprecedentedly bad putting day on Saturday. He did. Right? I, I can remember reading something, I don't know, a couple years ago that actually down a goal there were years that several those years good i take it the meaning those are the years he won seven eight nine ten times yeah he had five three putts in one round of golf and they were bad three putts for too. a guy who prides himself and who has grinded to the point where you could go 300 holes yeah. without a three putt to have five in one 18 hole round of golf is that's rust. Yeah. You know, he hit it well enough. If he doesn't three-putt and one of them was a four-putt, he shoots even yeah. par on a day that was difficult to score. Right. 
So he hit it really well, T to green, and, and and certainly not playing and not having tour fields and uh, you know maybe the cold and the and the weather on Saturday it was pretty chilly. Those guys, I mean, you saw you know guys with to uh, out and stocking caps and yeah, um, you know he he's a he's a field player. He's a guy that uses his hands a lot, and your hands get cold and and you don't have the the number of holes uh, under his belt like he doesn't. Obviously, first time he's played in. Yeah. 18 months or whatever it's been yeah 500 and something days 500 days yeah that's that's a lot to ask of a guy as great as he is um which you know i think the way he played though maybe gives us a little hope for st andrews i don't think it's going to be nearly as you know obviously physically demanding as augusta is much easier walk yeah yeah um his favorite golf course how great would that be though uh, and, and, you know, he's got a little taste that he knows that he can go out there and still compete when he's at his best. I mean, his 71 first, first round was, was outstanding, right? He's in the top 10. Yeah. So he, he's going to be a threat to win at St. Andrews. I can't wait. When, when's, uh, when's the open championship? So uh, it's last one of the year. It's right. July. Second, so it's July. Second week of July, third week of July. So can't wait for that. Is he going to play in the, the PGA? I mean, that's, that's the likely next start, isn't it? month from now I mean, you would think so being a major he's probably that's probably his goal i would think u.s open yeah i mean is he just gonna play the four majors this year want your tiger why not i mean does yeah. he go to jack's place two weeks before the open probably, week before the open probably not no probably not hmm. i mean i don't i don't know unless they've got a deal worked up i wouldn't expect him to see him anywhere but at the four majors okay i mean that doesn't mean i mean i'm sure he's gonna Ask me too, like you know. Hey, what do you think I should do? What are you gonna say? I'll tell him. I'll tell him. Just stick to the majors. You're not gonna tell him to go to Jack's place, huh? Well, you can go. Just don't play. <laughs> you know, I'll take a spot. I'll take <laughs> a right. spot. I'll get. I'll get what they call the tiger exemption. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, and I'll. You better practice. I'll do him proud. I got some new clubs. I got some new Srixons over there. Yeah. I've been swinging in the backyard. All right. Hadn't been able to make it down to the Highlands yet. Yeah. Huh? Got to swing them for real and actually hit real golf balls, not just imaginary plastic ones <laughs> that get lost over two neighbors away their fence. But uh, no, I, that's just what I what I think. You know, that to me that might be his his mindset. And it, you know what? And it might depend on how he feels in between. He might, you know, hey, I'm feeling really good this week. Let's play the Memorial. I really best is GA coming up, you know, or whatever. So. But, you know, he's going to draw wherever he plays, for sure. Sure. But uh, I, th- I still think – I think that Open Championship at St. Andrews – and it might be his last answer. From what I saw, so – Yeah, I haven't looked at so – Well, I mean – It might be his last chance. The Open wrote a – they're all historic courses. That's, tr- but, that's true, but not, right, it, not it, like St. Andrews. St. Andrews is his favorite. Yeah. So uh, – So let me ask you this. As a student of the game, a student of the course, did you like the new 15th hole? No. I didn't either. And it – That c- contributed it, to the boringness of it, the – It could have been – be somewhat because of the conditions. I mean, the, the golf right. course got three to four inches of rain in the two or three days leading up to right. the event. So, if it were drier, would would the would would they have attacked the fifteenth hole more? Um, the the added length to the fifteenth hole. If you don't know what we're talking about, mm-hmm. the, Augusta 
the, the folks over at Augusta's there, they make a couple of course changes every year, and they lengthen the 15th hole by about 20 yards, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. They moved the tee box back, and Rory, Rory McIlroy swears they cambered the fairway to go right to left. A little more crown. So, yeah. So there are some trees up the left-hand side that you got to kind of favor the right half of the fairway there. And the added length with, with the conditions that we had this week that were soft, it, it kind of took out the option for guys going for the green in two. Which was half the fun of that hole. Yes, agreed. Now, I, I can agree with the thought that, hey, the hole was not designed for those guys to hit seven and eight irons in. Um, but the way it played this year, it was too long. I'd rather see, hit, see them I, hitting I, seven I, and eight irons in. Yeah. You know, than what then, happened this year. Right, than all the laying up. Did you realize there was no Eagles for the first time in 50 years at number 15? Uh, I did hear that, and there were no Eagles on Thursday or Friday on 13. Yeah. Or, excuse me, Friday, Saturday on 13. I think there was on the middle Sunday. I think there was one on Sunday, and it was a chip-in. Weather was great. And I think Sunday. there was one on, on Thursday as right. well, maybe. But, yeah, the back nine, it, they took some of the, oh, I guess some of the opportunities for to create some excitement out. And, yeah. Uh, you just wonder if they'll let that ride another year to see how next year plays out. With weather potentially being different. Speaking of the changes, sorry, go ahead. Or if, if they'll uh, like immediately address that, like, holy crap, this was a huge mistake. Sure. Here's something I found interesting. Another one of the changes on the 11th hole. The 11th hole is a par four that plays 520 yards. Mm -hmm. The 13th hole as a par five is 515 yards. Mm -hmm. I saw three things. I've watched the Masters every year for 30 years now, and, and I have never seen this happened and i saw it three times saw it twice in about 20 minutes i saw people yelling for hitting their second shots on 11 because they were heading towards the gallery on the 12th yeah they have made the 11th hole now so far and so long yeah. that guys are trying to hit it over in the 12th tee to avoid the water and the trouble and taking their chance of getting up and down on purpose on purpose yeah there yeah. were balls into the gallery yeah there was a guy i forget who it was standing up on the 12th tee box getting ready to hit a shot and we hear four and four and yeah. fans ducking and guy backing off. It happened three times in a matter of like 30 minutes. Balls in the gallery on 12, yep. guys aiming so far right. I didn't necessarily like that either. No. Yeah, they just – and again, that just makes you wonder, are they going to address that immediately or let it ride for a couple of I years? I think you got to let it ride for a couple of years. Same, same thing, right, with, with wet fairways. The ball's not rolling right. out. In firmer conditions, are they down there a little farther, and do we have – fives and six irons into yeah. 11 instead of threes and four irons. I mean, Tiger hit three iron. I was watching on Thursday. I, he, I know he carries a three iron. He had iron in his hand. I'm assuming it was three. He was mm -hmm. 240, 245 out, and he ripped a three iron. It looks like he hit it dead nuts perfect, and yeah. it came up short of the green. Yep. Now, I think that was partly part of his plan. He wasn't trying to take on. Sure. But when you've got a hole set up where tour pros, right, the best players in the game are not aiming for the green, that's a question mark in my mind. Yeah, from especially from that position, yeah. for sure. Uh, where, where they would in any other situation. Scoring average on 11 was the was the hardest hole of the tournament, if I remember correctly. It was the easiest fairway to hit in the tournament. The fairway mm. apparently is 60 yards wide. God, it's huge. It was the easiest fairway to hit and the hardest green to hit. It's a weird combination. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Colin Morikawa, his 67, got overshadowed by his playing partner's 64 on Sunday. They shot a best ball 61, by the way. That ain't bad. It's <laughs> not bad at all. Uh, but Morikawa, you know, Johnny calls him a boring golfer. I'm, 
Johnny's an idiot. I'm almost starting <laughs> to agree with him, though, man. I, and I like Colin Morikawa. Yeah. I don't think he's a boring person. But his game the last couple of weeks, last, I don't know, three or four tournaments I've watched, his game's kind of becoming boring. Good golf is boring, Tim. I know. We just talked about that. We're not – you know, you think it's you think it's exciting, traipsing around through the weeds? Well, I'm used to it, though. I mean, that's <laughs> exciting for me. Got to spray the sugar spray before you go out there and play. And that group as they come up 18 was one of the coolest things I'd seen. It was. Right? Rory, yeah. Rory holes out from the bunker. What did you think about Faldo? He's caught a lot of flack for that. Dude, he should. Yeah, you think? Yeah. I mean, it bothered you? I, no, I mean, I, I like Faldo, but I mean, you're going to say something like that, you're going you're gonna to get flack for it. I mean, yeah. that's all. I say I say crap all the time I get flack for, so <laughs> join the club, Nick. Come join but, the show. Join both, the show. both of them holding bunker shots out on the 18 was that was a cool moment. So I was listening to PGA Tour Golf uh, in Johnny's truck because he's out of town. I get to drive his truck since my kid has my truck. But uh, whoever was, was calling that hole, and I don't know if it was radio or if it was uh, on TV, must have been TV, was on PGA Tour, like he's one of the hosts on PGA Tour Radio, and I don't I apologize not knowing his name, but he was. I heard him talking this morning uh, about that, about Rory and Colin on 18, and they just, Rory had just sunk it, and he was calling the calling the thing, and he, he got on the microphone as more, as he watched Morikawa walk in, he got on, on to the producer, he said, hey, we got another bunker shot. And his producer told him, yeah, but there's no way Colin Morikawa is going to, you know, replicate what Rory did. We'll come back to get Morikawa's par putt. We're gonna, we'll go here, and then we'll come back to get the par sure. putt. Okay. And he's like, okay. And they missed oh, man. it. They yeah. missed it. Maybe it was radio. I, I don't know what it was, but I thought, I, I thought, man, that's that's a little behind the scenes right there. That's, you know, that, that's cool stuff, watching both those guys hole out out of the bunker. There. That was And their reactions to one another, you know. Sure. And I, I saw something in, uh, I think it was Golf Digest, about Rory's apparently wearing one of these wristbands that monitors your heart rate, heart rate yeah. and your sleeping pattern, yep. like everything. I think it's it's Whoop is the name of the yeah, company. Yeah, I've got one. Yep. Do you really? Okay. Yeah. They said his heart rate, while the ball was rolling towards the green or towards the hole, got up to 130. Okay. And it peaked at 150 as it was going in the cup. Holy cow. And, you know, if you realize, that's when he kind of jumped up. He sure. threw his club and he ran yeah. over to Morikawa or yeah, his caddy. caddy. And, uh-huh. and uh, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. It just shows you these guys, even as good as they are, as experienced as they are, all the great shots they've hit. Sure. They still get excited about stuff like that. I think that's pretty cool. There were more eagles on the 10th hole yeah. than 13. I think. Uh, that was through Saturday. I think there were. Wow. It might have been tied, but yeah, that is insane. They got to. Yeah, I don't like those changes they've made this this year. I hope they don't stay around too long, or I hope they play differently next year. I, I don't think that they really back up when they make changes and reverse no. course because <laughs> they can they can do no wrong. Right. <laughs> That's what we're told, right? Well, we're we're gonna see the thirteenth hole lengthened here soon. They've bought some land. Yeah. They, they've been doing work back there behind the tee. They were landlocked with with adding any length to that hole, but right. it's coming. Thank I do. Um, so I've got on our notes upside down masters. This is one of the stranger masters that I've seen in terms of rhythm during the week. Monday was louder than Saturday, and the middle two rounds felt like December golf. Um, on Sunday, though, it was all normal Dow because it was the most perfect weather you could have for golf on Sunday, and we saw some of the best action. If you want to call it that? There was no drama, but there's some great action, some sure. great golf played. 
Yeah, um, you take you take that guy out of the golf tournament, it's a great tournament. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you know, and w- what I was thinking about is is we were Johnny and I were watching it with some of his buddies over at Gecko in the Colony, and uh, it's weird being at a sports bar that's like about golf. I bet. Like there was just golfers there, and they had the Masters on every screen in the bar. And when somebody hit a good shot, it was like your favorite team scoring a touchdown. Everybody cheered. I've never been in a sports bar like that before. It was really cool. Uh-huh. You know, guys running around. When, when uh, Rory knocked in his chip on 18, dude, guys were running around high-fiving each other all around the bar like they just won the Super Bowl. It was really funny. I was like, this is cool. You know, but they're not going to do that for, like, the Valspar. Yeah, I'm, I'm out on those guys. <laughs> Other guys I'm out on in golf is when, when you see a ball hit in the gallery, all those morons. Go right to it. Stand right next to the golf ball and point down and look where it is. Yeah, the marshals know where it is. Yeah, we get, get out of the way. Yeah, I hear. Go home. Yeah. Go home. Freaking golf idiots. Do we have Tiger to thank for that, or do we have Happy Gilmore to thank for that? That's a hat's a Bob Barker, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Bob Barker, Happy Gilmore, right? Yeah, that's kind of what I thought too. Yeah. Um Apollo Creed. Jeez. So uh you know what I want to get into my uh yeah, here we go. And I knew you'd appreciate this. Is I want to get a talk about installing the podium system into golf. Okay. At least for the majors. And this is something I've been thinking about for a while. Um, because, for instance, uh, trying to figure out where I should start this. So, I think in majors, in golf, they should, just majors, they need to implement the podium system like you have in motorsports, F1 especially, or IndyCar. First, second, third. First, second, third. Since of the Olympics, gold, silver, bronze. Gold, silver, bronze, whatever. First, second, third. Um, McElroy would have had, because of his chip-in, would have had a second-place podium finish, if you want to call it that. As it stands now, all he's going to have is a number two on his Wikipedia page for second place. And you got guys that... So you want to see how many podiums each guy has? Keep track of podiums. A podium finish in a major, a first, second, or third, that's better than a second or third place finish at your random everyday tournament. No, it's not. I think it is. The courses are harder. The competition is better. It might mean more. It is more. But that still means you didn't win. Well, it means that in F1, too. But guys cherish those podiums. You'll see guys battling out for third place a minute and a half behind the behind Lewis Hamilton on the track. They don't they know they're not gonna win, but hey, I can still get a podium finish. Yeah, I'm out. I don't think they do that if uh, it's just a third place finish. You know, the difference I'm gonna make is you know, eight hundred thousand dollars or seven hundred and fourteen thousand dollars. I don't really care. Screw it. Fourth place is fine. You don't do that if it's a podium. <sighs> I just think it adds a little bit to it. Well, you gotta you gotta maybe award medals then. I mean, think about right, like the Olympics. Think about how many podium spots like Rory would have or Justin would have if they had if this had been going on since they've been playing. 
you know, we're and gonna, we're gonna have to go back and recount up podiums and see how many Jack I, has. I will, I will do that. If you want to go, if you want to <laughs> retro it, I'll do that. I'll do that all day. I just think it would be cool, and it would give guys like, I don't know, like JJ Spawn or Harry Higgs, who knows they can't win. Okay, on Sunday you're down ten shots, you're not gonna win. But damn it, I could still try to get a podium finish. I, I can get on board with that if there's something else additional given to the player for a podium. If, if we're just giving them a podium, well, don't they get trophies? Well, you get a second place trophy and a third place trophy. I don't think that they do. So if you give well, them something extra, maybe yeah. There you go. But if I finish third place, I don't think I like that trophy because I wanted to win. Man, if you get enough third place finishes without a win, you're going to start wanting some of those third place trophies. I don't know. I mean, Tiger doesn't even keep track of all his. What would he get? Fifteen majors in eighty-two. He didn't keep track of his other sixty-seven. Yeah, but who else is Tiger? Guarantee you, some of these other guys, they would cherish that. I think. I, I just think it would be fun. I think it would be fun. It, it, you've got it. You've got. Uh, I, I like I said, I can get on board with it if there's some other incentive other than just standing on the second or third step. You, there's got to be like a, like an Olympics, right? Like yeah. Gold, silver, bronze. I get a bronze, and I got something way more than the guy that finished in fourth. If you're just saying I get to stand on the podium and and, and nothing else changes, I'm out on that. So there's got to be third a, place trophy, and you get to stand on the podium and they'll play your national anthem, <laughs> like the Olympics. <laughs> And like F1. They don't. They don't play second and third place national anthems. Oh, they don't. I don't think so. I, I think they no, only I play. Think it. They do. Not in the Olympics. Mm-mm. They do an F1. No, they don't play all three songs, do they? I think so. I don't think so. Dolby, you watch the Olympics? No. Damn it! Oh, we need to look into that. You watch Formula One? What good is Colby? Not nothing right now. Now we know why he's not on the golf show. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll look that up. I'm pretty. I think they. I think they do play all three in F1. Uh, I'm not alone for sure. I'm going to bet, bet no. All right. Well, look, I'm not going to bet, but I'll look it up after the show here. We'll <laughs> report back next week about podiums in golf yeah. after uh, Brady and I hammer it out here. Let's get into our picks for the Masters. Uh, as I had a winner, Johnny had a winner. I didn't. Brady, I didn't write yours down. You didn't have a winner? No, I get close. I, I had a guy that picked to win, finish third. All right. See, that's why you should just bet top fives. Right. Instead of winners. Right. It's almost my strategy. I had a guy withdraw. Where do I get for that? Oh, yeah. You had Louie, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I had Louie. Apparently, Louis apparently he hurt his back on his on the second hole the yeah. first day, and he didn't tee it up on Friday. I was watching him on Thursday, and he was struggling, man. He was yeah, struggling he didn't play bad. well. I, see, I watched a lot of that because he was paired with Tiger. Yeah. Um, I didn't. He didn't play very well, but I didn't see him really look to be in pain. Other than I heard that he grabbed his back on mm-hmm. maybe his tee shot or second shot on number two on Thursday. Right. Um, yeah, that's too bad. I like Louie. Yeah. Uh, I always cheer for Louie. Um, so my picks again for entertainment purposes only. I had JT to win. He tied for eighth at, my, at one under. My top ten. I had Tony Finau. He tied for thirty fifth, six over. My top twenty pick boys or boy. Shane Lowry, who tied for third at 500. So go. I hit on my top 20. Yep. yep. Um, you want to go through the rest of yours? Sure. I had uh, uh, my top 20 pick was Sam Burns. He had a missed cut with 75, 74. What, the cut was four over, right? Yeah. So he missed it by one. Uh, I had Gary Woodland. Gary came in with great form, but he had a missed cut, 75, 77. Looks like uh, he had difficulty on Friday like a lot of the guys did. Uh, to win, I had Louis Oosthuizen, who withdrew after Thursday. Mm-hmm. I had Shane Lowry. 
Uh, Shane finished tied for third. He had 73-68, 73-69. He played great. I think he had low round of the day on on Friday. That mm-hmm. 68 in the wind was great. And my ham sandwich, my long shot was Tiger. When are you ever going to see Tiger at 40 or 50 to 1? You had to take a chance on yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> I, we talked about that last week yep. for sure. Uh, he won't be that high at, at St. Andrews, I tell you that. No, no, It no, won't no, be no. near that high. Nope. Uh, let's go over Johnny's Picks. Johnny's Picks brought to you, as always, by BetUS.com. Bet with a three-decade leader. Join today for a 125% bonus on your cash deposit using our promo code DSP125. Or if you like to bet with crypto, use promo code DSP200 and get a 200% deposit on your crypto deposit or a bonus on your crypto deposit. Bet horses, pop culture, sports. Uh, really everything under the sun over there at BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. Thank you, BetUS. Johnny had a winner. It wasn't a winner winner, uh, as he had also had Justin Thomas as one of his winners. Sam Burns, who missed the cut. Gary Woodland missed the cut. There's a kiss of death right there, right? Sam Burns and Gary Woodland, God. we both picked. Missed cuts. Uh, Shane Lowry, he had as his ham sandwich, of course. We just said he tied for third. His top ten, Thomas Peters, missed the cut. He might have finished DFL. He yeah, was bad. Yeah, he was. Uh, Bubba Watson tied for 39th at 7 over. His hit in the top 10, Will Zalatoris, who tied for 6th at 3 under. Uh, his top 20, Stuart Sink missed the cut. And Russell Henley tied for 30th at plus 5. So look for Johnny's uh, picks. Actually, I've got him as we go over the RBC here in just a sec. Uh, the RBC here in just a second. But you'll find them all over at the uh, Twitter account for the show. It is at from the rough PGA or Johnny's Twitter account at Jay Gerber PGA Pro. We need to have him change that. I don't know if that word pro should be on there. Maybe just gay Ger- uh, Jay Gerber PGA. Gay Gerber's all right too. <laughs> gay, gay Gerber PGA Pro. Wow. Wow. I hope he's not watching. That's crazy. 